Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this 13th day of March, the week of March Madness, uh, with the brackets are, well, the uh, the games are set. I don't know if your brackets filled out. I filled out a few on ESPN myself. Uh, the opening day of legal tampering. And that's going to be the majority of what I'm going to talk about today in free agency. Who's decisive? Who's not? You can kind of tell uh, the personality of the of the head coach by where they're putting their money at early and what their top priorities are early. But we'll get our first break and only break out of the way, and I'll be back in 49 seconds. Got a new commercial I want to air, okay? Here on Sports Scope. Hello, Sports Scope followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the cash app, the word, the cash sign, and Sports Scope. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to sports, that is sports with an S, another S, scope, S-K-O-P-E, at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you, and enjoy the program. All righty then. Let me just say this before I hit the ground running. I've uh, been waiting all day, been waiting all weekend for an answer from Aaron Rodgers. I know a lot of the uh, reporters there are saying the same thing with the either ESPN, Adam Schaffner, and Rappaport, uh, the NFL Network. And I'll say this, Pickles, I'm beginning to believe he does not want to go to the Jets. Uh, Trey Wingo, formerly of ESPN, says it's, it's a done deal, and that was – four hours ago, and I'm thinking to myself, it's a done deal. Why come the announcement hadn't been made? How come the trade compensation hadn't been made? Uh, They've had all weekend to do this. He went last week, practically a week ago, and met out with Woody Johnson, uh, Robert Siloff, the general manager, Joe Douglas, and you would think, okay, he's went home. He slept over and over the weekend. Nothing has been done because I don't think he really wants to go. Uh, that's my opinion. He does not want to go to the Jets. And he really don't want to retire. He wants the Packers to beg him back. That's what he wants. And there's just no way I would go about that. So my opinion as of right now at 7.03 Central Time, 8.03 Eastern Time, I think the Jets are simply uh, – Without a quarterback other than Zach Wilson, Mike White, I want to say he signed with the Miami Dolphins today, or he has agreed to, in air quotes. And I, I just think that I just think he really don't want to go, and he's he's still tinkering with the situation. Pickle says teams may not have been terms may not have been settled. I just believe that Rodgers really don't want to go. It's all in his court. That's all the, the little headlines that I'm reading, the tidbits that I'm reading. That's just my opinion. Maybe it gets done and that he does go anyways. 
But deep down, I just don't think he wants to go to the Jets. He's saying all the right things and all this good stuff. The Jets are saying the right things. The Packers seem like they're done with Rodgers. He really don't want to retire and, and be the opening act for Tom Brady in the Hall of Fame. Uh, but he really don't want to go to the Jets. That's Aaron Rodgers for you. Okay? That's my opinion as of to now. Now, of course, it may change. And, you know, they've got a top five defense. They've got some pieces there on offense. Uh, they are still in line to get one of the best left tackles available in Orlando Brown. And that that's where I'll start off with today. Uh, the personality of the head coach, Pickles, can be seen early, early when a new coach takes over a franchise and he has say in the direction. He don't have to have say in the specific player, but he has to have some type of say in the direction. That's Sean Payton with the Denver Broncos. Uh, without any hesitation, as soon as these uh, legal tampering uh, was made legal at, I want to say, 12 noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central time, uh, the Broncos have agreed to assign Mike McGlinchkey, uh right tackle of the 49ers. Uh, the Broncos have taken uh, the 49ers free agent right tackle. Now, McGlinchkey was a former, I think he was a second-round pick out of uh, Notre Dame. Really good right tackle. It's supposed to be a deep tackle draft. They still got their uh, left tackle there in Trent Williams, according to Pro Football Focus, the best in the game. Uh, 32-year-old Trent Williams flirted with retirement. I, I, I would assume he's coming back because he hasn't said anything else about that. And it is March and it's decision-making time. But they went out and they said, we're going to sign Mike McClinchkey to a big chunk of money uh, from uh, the 49ers. The Denver went, uh, went and did so and done that. Then they turned around and brought in um, a guard here. And his name is Ben Powers, I want to say. I thought that I added his name in here. Um, he's a guard coming out of, uh, yeah, Ben Powers, no relation to Austin Powers. Uh, got him out of uh, uh, Baltimore, arguably the best guard in the draft, okay? He's a left guard. So you've got your right tackle. You've got your left guard here. And, of course, they've got Garrett Bowles there at the position of left tackle. Even though Sean Payton has a quick twitch offense, uh, but I'm sure they're going to run something similar to what he ran in New Orleans. He knows that, uh, that uh, Russell Wilson can throw a good deep ball. He wants Wilson to have plenty of time to get that ball downfield. Uh, he's not too concerned about wide receivers. A report came out today that they are simply uh, would be open to listen to trading any of those receivers, but they want to get that, that those trenches taken care of first, first and foremost. And I, and I really admire that about a Sean Payton team. So the team has agreed to, in principle, this can't go into effect until Wednesday when the new NFL year officially begins on the 15th. But here today is Monday the 13th. They've got a, they've got a right tackle and they've got a left guard. Uh, you put that with, with uh, Wilson there. They have already sized that side up real quick. They're not going to take any chances on any rookies. Uh, plus, they've already they traded their first-round pick away uh, to get Wilson last year, and he was part of that trade. So I really like that. 
Then you look at the opposite side of a defensive-minded head coach, Pickles, with a team like the Titans and Mike Vrabel, who have four offensive line. Nate Davis is left. I want to say he went to the Bears somewhere, okay? Uh, they, they, they released their center, Ben, uh, was it Ben Jones? Of course, they cut their left tackle, and now you're sitting up here, and I think one of the guards uh, that they let go too. So now they've got four offensive linemen here. That, that, that need to be filled here. And I read later on this afternoon that they're going to sign Andre Dillard, a former first-round pick out of Philadelphia, uh, who could not even crack the starting lineup for the Eagles. He was a first-round pick in 2019. Uh, he wasn't even listed as the top 15 offensive lineman according to any type of free agency. You know, they've lost uh, Nate Davis. Uh, so so now they need three offensive linemen. They, they need three offensive linemen. Uh, maybe they're trying to work out something with Orlando Brown, uh, the former Kansas City Chief. Uh, Chiefs needed a whole little offensive line. Uh, Brett Veach, for example, he makes a quick – this was a few years ago. He makes quick decisions. He makes a trade and goes get Orlando Brown. He, he, he drafts. Uh, he, he got Tooney also in a free agency, and then he drafted two offensive line, totally rebuilt their offensive line with a sense of urgency, and, and we saw what happened. That team went to the playoffs that year, and this past year they won the Super Bowl uh, with, with the franchise tag and Orlando Brown a little bit over $16 million. And then they got this uh, Taylor guy, a right tackle, out of who's going to play left for them out of Jacksonville. Uh, they didn't hesitate to do that, but you see where their priorities are. And you see a team like Tennessee and teams like Pittsburgh who have bad offensive lines and have not had success in the last few years. Defensive minded head coaches neither have dressed their offensive line. Tennessee goes with the guy that they can get as cheap as possible. Andre, uh, and maybe he works out, and the, uh, they know something I don't. Uh, Taryn Davenport, uh, ESPN reporter for Tennessee, says it's the deep draft uh, of, of tackles and stuff in the draft. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But you, you do not want to have one guy who cannot start in the league, who has not started on a deep team, the best offensive line in football. I get that with Philadelphia. But do you really want to put this guy with a bunch of rookies here? If, if, if you so you have very decisive team in Sean Payton offensive minded head coach a guy with the ring as a head coach versus an indecisive team a defensive minded head coach in Mike Vrabel and an organization that walks on their that sits on their hands that's one reason why I've noticed that they have not been successful in the playoffs okay so uh you either want to rebuild or not you either want to break this thing up or not. You can't have it where you have a whole bunch of rookie offensive linemen with a 34-year-old quarterback back there who's coming off injury uh, that can't get away, that's going to get hurt if you go into this year with this type of offensive lineman. Or if you want to go all in, if you want to go all in, go ahead, cut him, relieve $18 million, Get one at least one veteran in there and do something with that running back 
who is a $16 million cap hit, and Derrick Henry, and then you can go all in and completely rebuild. It's like you're halfway in or you're halfway out. This team is in the site. That's why they don't have a ring down here in Tennessee. That's why they do not have a championship. I see this every single year. Teams that do have championships make moves, and they're very aggressive, and they're decisive, particularly offensive-minded head coaches, teams that are that are uh, 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 are led by that here in the last two years. The last, uh, I don't know, five, six years, teams that spent money in free agents, big money, not every year, I want to say the last five, have improved their wins, have, have improved wins from previous season to the next season. Teams that spend money have improved their wins over the last five years. Certain teams have went all the way to the Super Bowl. Some went to the playoffs. Some came up just short. But teams have who have big, big spenders, include teams like Jacksonville last year, for example, uh, got into the playoffs. Uh, you look at a, at a Philadelphia. They spent money last year. They got into the playoffs. It's the general manager's job to keep that money in place. It's his job to keep that money in place. Now, uh, even as much as people have mocked the New England Patriots, and I got, I got, a, I told you so, a good scope here about John o. Smith, who they've traded to the Atlanta Falcons because he was a total bust. But that year that they spent that money, that team got to the playoffs that year, if you guys do not recall, okay? They got to the playoffs. Uh, or, 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 yeah, yeah, they got to the playoffs, and I want to say they got beat by Buffalo or somebody. Yeah, Allen had a huge game, and, and he beat him. But that's 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 two two takes there into one thing here. So that that tells me where where the thinking is. And you, and you look at teams like the Titans; they they've got defensive guys all over the place. Guys like Kevin Byard, he's a nineteen million dollar cap hit. They have done nothing with with him. You could tell Derrick Henry. $16 million cap hit. They, they've done nothing to address that. Those are all Vrabel guys. Uh, Ryan Tannehill sitting here, $36 million cap hit. Let's talk about an NFL network today. And uh, I think it was uh, Rich Eisen was saying, well, this he's got 36. And I'm like, yeah, what are they doing here? What are you doing? Everybody else is doing something. Why are you sitting on your hands with this 34-year-old quarterback, average at best, with a $36 million cap hit, and I'm watching these other free agents just fly off the handle here, you know. But, hey, uh, I call it like I see it. I'm a good head coach here, but it's a very indecisive organization. Indecisiveness. And, and most of that is from defensive-minded head coaches or dysfunctional organizations who uh, they, people do not know the proper chain of command, and there's just a miscommunication. So I give them a failing grade for week one in the pre free agency uh i give an a for uh uh teams like denver they, they 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 made their quick decisive moves and they sealed up that offensive line right off the bat because it's a very important position is in the trenches pickles just like you said there just like you said okay uh okay now another quagmire is there was a report over the weekend about the lamar jackson situation that I alluded to the other day, okay? And it, it essentially goes back to 
the only other quarterback that signed with another team that made this type of deal, that non-exclusive tag that Lamar Jackson, he didn't sign. It was the team give to him. That That's what they placed on him. Uh, that That is what the um, – geez, I've got so many notes here. That is what that the uh, uh, Ravens have uh, have placed on him, that non-exclusive, and it was one other team that did so. And that other team was uh, the Patriots with Matt Castle. In 2009, they placed a non-exclusive. Remember, he got traded to the Kansas City Chiefs that year because they still had Tom Brady. Other players that, that this not basically – it is the non-exclusive. If another team offers you that and you can't match it, you get the two first-round picks. Uh, 1993, uh, Steve Young uh, had the non-exclusive. Obviously, he went on, won the Super Bowl. He that they he signed with the 49ers. We all know what happened there. Jim Harbaugh, uh, players like that, players that thought they were worth more than what they were worth, <laughs> essentially, Pickles. And uh, so – but, okay, here it is. ESPN Dan Graziano reports teams could prefer a more traditional trade of Lamar Jackson if he decides he's no longer interested in playing for the Ravens. Uh, Graziano notes in an article over ESPN that teams are interested in pursuing Jackson via a trade if he wants out of Baltimore. That is unlikely a team submits a formal offer sheet for Jackson at this time since Jackson received the non-exclusive the Ravens last Tuesday have been more reports about teams who are out on him rather than teams who would sign him to a quote, fully guaranteed contract, but he's not going to get that in exchange for two first round picks. Graziano also adds that the uh, legal temporary uh, tampering period is set to begin. Obviously today will not permit teams to talk to Jackson Monday's legal tampering allows team to speak early to agents. And, of course, he's his own agent. So that's a quick, it's a conflict of interest because he's the player and the agent. I guess they can call mom and talk to them. But technically, uh, a potential suitor will have to wait until Wednesday when the official new league year begins. Now, a whole lot of stuff that may go down with other teams like Tennessee. Like I said the other day. All right, now. A lot has happened since the last time we talked about this, folks. All right. Uh, Carolina has traded for the number one overall pick. Yes, they could possibly trade back down, get some cap room, and Mr. Tepper can wake up on the wrong side. That's the owner. Could wake up on the wrong side of the bed and say, you know what? You're a really good offensive-minded head coach here. Frank, you play quarterback. How about we go out and get this Lamar Jackson kid? Now, they've struck out a couple of times already on uh, going the veteran route and the active player. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay? Um, I don't think that is going to happen. So, essentially, cancel out Carolina, who people talked about that may happen to. Another team. I was listening to NFL Network for three hours while preparing for the program, and two reports came in out of the Washington Commanders. And one said, they both said the same thing, the reporter. They went back to this lady and asked her again. Uh, they said, 
for Jasmine, what, what's going on up there in Commander Land? Well, they're going to go with Sam Howell. He's going to be quarterback one, number one. They're trying to sign back Taylor Heineke and work out something with Taylor Heineke. So that's not going to happen. We mentioned the Raiders the other day. That would be a total disaster. But now they've already agreed to terms with Jimmy Garoppolo. All right. They've already agreed with teams with Jimmy Garoppolo uh, because he's worked with Josh McDaniels at New England. So that's done. By the way, that's a three-year, $72 million deal there with the Raiders. So if you think about that, that's pretty close to $20 million a year. That's not for a backup. They're wanting him to be the starter there in Vegas. He simply did not uh, click where with uh, – and I do expect it to be a disaster. The guy can't stay healthy. Uh, the line's not that good. They're okay at left tackle, not too good on the interior. Devontae Adams is already hinting around that he wants a trade with a, a social media cryptic tweet or message. So, the, and plus the 49ers, people say, well, it kind of fits with the 49ers. Well, they sound Sam Darnold to a one-year deal. They have Trey Lance on, um, they have Trey Lance on contract and Brock Purdy is recovering from an injury. So you take the 49ers out. Uh, I still go back to Atlanta. They've got Ritter, who I do not believe they're ready to go with. They did sign a safety there, uh, Jesse Bates, and they've uh, made a trade and got John O. Smith. I'll talk about that here in a little bit from the New England Patriots. Uh, they did get him in there from from the from the Patriots. So it, it's, it's, it could be Atlanta. Uh, could the Colts get caught uh, in a uh, crossfire there where uh, Houston makes a move and gets that one pick? Carolina takes one of the other quarterbacks. By the way, Carolina, the owner of Carolina says he likes uh, Bryce Young. And according, uh, now I'm hearing head coach likes C.J. Stroud, but I read what he said about Will Levis the other day. That's the quarterback out of Kentucky. So, they're going to go draft-wise. So could he go to uh, the Colts? Could he go to Atlanta? There could be a wild-card type of move being made, but it looks like that he's going to end up signing for what the Ravens want to sign him for, if you ask me. you know. And then again, maybe this Jets thing falls out. Like I said at the beginning of the program, Pickles, it simply looks like, that Rodgers does not want to go to New York. He would have done it already. I don't know who Ahmad Galloway is. Somebody keep getting this notification that he's died. Uh, Pickles says the Titans, and the Titans are shopping Henry. Yeah, reports are they're shopping Henry. Then reports come back they're not shopping Henry. You know, Austin Heckler is asked to be traded. Uh, because they can't work out extension. Now, he's a much better quarterback, a running back, uh, age-wise, better pass catcher than a Henry. Henry's a better power runner, still got a lot of explosion there, and he's still sitting there with that sit. Maybe all this goes down Wednesday. Maybe all this goes down Wednesday when the new year starts. But if you're a team like Tennessee, for example, and you've got a quarterback, a 34-year-old quarterback making $36 million coming off injury on the last deal year of your deal, there's something going on there. And I don't know what it is. It sounds like a lot. Of, maybe they're holding out for maybe the Jets to fall through 
and trade Tannehill up there. Uh, maybe they're waiting for all these other running backs who it's not a good free agent market other than maybe a, a deal being done for Eckler with the LA Chargers. Uh, they He's in the last year of his deal, I want to say. Miles Sanders is not a great player. David Montgomery is just okay. They're not really these big time. Barkley's already under uh, a franchise with the Giants there. So it's not a really great running back free agent class. Now, there's some good ones in the draft. Bajon Robertson out of Texas, Jamari Gibbs out of uh, uh, Alabama. Those, those guys are good. But not everybody's going to get their back. Those only two guys. Uh, so, you know, this this thing continues. The drama continues with Lamar Jackson. You know, and maybe if the Rodgers deal falls through, I think Woody Johnson, the uh, owner there at the Jets, they like to make the headlines. You know, they've done some good moves. They would really show a lack of discipline if they went out and got a Lamar Jack, if you ask me. Uh, with that top five, D, I would rather go elsewhere. Go the draft. I'd do anything. Uh, got the 13th pick. Uh, pick up another pick up another receiver in there. And then maybe get a, a second, use your second round pick. Get a Sam Doug, uh, Duggan, the guy from TCU. Uh, Stetson Bennett, or not Stetson Bennett, but um, the Tennessee University of Tennessee quarterback. Uh, he's considered a top five draft pick according to NFL Network. Hendon Hooker. Uh, even though he's coming back from a torn ACL, you know, so it, it's a lot to be, um, a lot to be said here. You know, it's a lot to be said here. We're going to find out a lot Wednesday and I'm going to bring Keith Engel on Wednesday. I'll ask him about some of these free agent moves there guys. So, um, now, Cleveland has uh, restructured Deshaun Watson, by the way. Remember, he got the big deal. And now his cap hit is only $19 million, but next year it's going to be $63 million. And there's a possibility that it could be restructured every year, according to SpotTrack, and make it around $19 to $28 million. And he go off that base salary. They end up getting another pass rusher there and signing him some guy's name I've never heard of. But it turns out to be a pretty good move there, um, considering all, all things that's being said. And, and, of course, this just came out. NBC Sports Edge Pickles uh, going back to Carolina, doing rapid notes right now. Uh, C.J. Stroud is now bet MGM's favorite to be the number one pick for the Panthers. Uh, like I said, I was telling Carlos Mad New Yorker Chavez on Friday – if I had to pick one, I would say Stroud. Uh, you look the way he played in the Georgia game. You look at his height. Uh, you look at his consistency, arm strength, athletic ability. Uh, I know it plays against him because he has got so many good receivers at Ohio State, and he has gone to Ohio State, and traditionally the quarterbacks have not played that well. But if you look at um, you know, Nate Davis, former Tennessee Titan guard. Now he's with the Bears. Maybe they go out and get Orlando Brown. They've also going to the Bears here since they haven't moved um, Justin Fields and probably won't. Uh, 
they're cooking with gas right now. Friday, they traded the number one pick. They've got multiple picks now, including the second round. Plus, they've got uh, DJ Moore out of Carolina there, a true number one receiver. And you look, they've also made a move in the offseason. They got, uh, I remember I mentioned Chase Claypool. Cole Komet, real solid tight end there. Uh, and they've got Herbert there as the running back. Uh, they let David Montgomery walk. They're going to get another running back. We just don't know who. We don't know if it's going to be a, a, a rookie or if it's going to be some veteran elsewhere. Okay. Also, uh, like I said, they may go after Orlando Brown. Today, they signed a top linebacker on uh, Tremont Edwards, I'm going to say, from, um, from Buffalo. They signed, uh, is it Edmonds? I think it's Edmonds. Edmonds from, from, from Buffalo. I thought I had it in my notes here with him, but I didn't. Either way, a 24-year-old Pro Bowl-level player, uh, set four-year $72 million, saved a little bit of money there compared to Roquan Smith. Remember, he played with the Bears last year, uh, and they traded him to the Ravens. Uh, I read that he fits Matt Everplus's system a little bit better than a Roquan Smith, which is the head coach there, Matt Everplus. So it looks like they're making the right moves. Now it's going to come down to one thing. It's going to come down to Justin Fields making plays. You know, it's going to come down to Justin Fields making plays. I'm sure they're still trying to work out something from Orlando Brown. Remember Ron Poles? He's, he's came over second year general manager, come over from the Kansas City Chiefs. He was an assistant under Brett Beach, uh, who was a uh, general manager up there in Kansas City. So we got to look and see what they're going to do right there. That's the big one to watch. Orlando Brown. If you're a Titans fan, you'd like to see him get signed there. If you're a Bear fan, you'd like to see the Bears bring in and upgrade that left tackle. Probably still the most important position in football. And I was reading that he was one of the most pressured quarterbacks in the league. Uh, a lot of that was on him being Justin Fields, hanging on to the ball too long, indecisive with his throws. But a lot of it was he was their, their, their line was getting beat. I mean, a traditional defensive town like that uh, and, and culture, kind of like the Pittsburgh Steelers there, uh, got a lot of good linebackers and good defensive guys over the years, but they can't protect the quarterback. And they never had a quarterback either, even when you could protect him, to get the ball out on time. So that's he's trying to totally change the culture there uh, in – in Chicago. Now, if you really wanted to go with the uh, the analytical look with their picks and stuff, they could have got a linebacker out of the draft. But I guess the head coach he wanted he wanted a defensive um, free agent. But anyways, you know, and certain coaches, you know, they 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 draft and, and acquire players that's usually on their side of the ball better. For example. The Patriots. Uh, Jonathan Jones, I think is his name. He's going to re-sign there. Excellent cornerback. Excellent. How many corners have came out of the Patriots, Pickles? I mean, just one pro bowler. And the, even the, Stephon Gilmore, they acquire guys. He sees something in a corner from another team. Got him from Buffalo. Stephon Gilmore, he becomes defensive player of the year. Best cornerback in the game. 
Then on the other side, the offensive side, if you look at the Patriots, for example, one of the biggest busts of all time, free agent-wise, um, top three, Mike Reese is ESPN reporter for the New England Patriots, and he says that this is one of the top three free agent busts uh, that the uh, that the uh, Patriots have ever brought in, and it was John O. Smith, a guy who I said that uh, I watched this guy with Tennessee. He was consistently inconsistent. They gave him a absolute ton of money, and here's his stats here uh, with New England. He had in, in two years, twenty one and twenty two. He had about fifty. Four catches and one touchdown in two years. And, man, they gave him four-year, $50 million, 31.25 guaranteed. That's money they'll never get back, Pickles. I mean, 31.25 fully guaranteed money to go hang out in um, Boston area, New England. I I think I'm going to ask Keith Engel about that. I mean, what a total but I could have told him that, man. I could have said, do not give John U. Smith that kind of money. So then the today they traded him for a seventh round pick to Arthur Smith, who thinks he could do something with him. The same Arthur Smith who thought he could do something with Marcus Mariota, who has been cut. And they're only down to one quarter. So they're going to do something in Atlanta. I just don't know what, Pickles. You know, and I'm beginning to believe if if they don't make a big move, uh, I think Arthur Smith is going to be looking for another job pretty soon. I I just think that uh, I think his hype is just that hype. Now, he ain't got a solid quarterback yet, but – I think he thinks he can do something with some of these former Titan players because maybe Mike Vrabel held him back. But I just disagree with that. I like what he did with uh, with that wide receiver that he converted to a uh, kind of a hybrid player. Pickles, you know what his name is. Um, the guy that they use as a running back that played receiver, the kick return guy, That that was pretty good. But other than that, he thinks he can do anything with with, uh, with anybody. And it's just not the truth. I, I, it's just, uh, who was that, Pickles? Uh, and and, and the simply, they may go after Tannehill, too. So maybe, maybe that's what Tennessee is hanging on to. Uh, they got a lot of money down there. They did sign the safety there, Jesse Bates, out, out of um, – out of Cincinnati. Now, this guy was a highly thought after, sought after safety. And uh, Cordell Patterson, thank you, Pickles. So, yeah, it was Cordell Patterson. Now, I do commend him for what he did with him. But uh, if you look at everything else, hadn't done a whole lot. You know, I do like the Drake May, uh, Drake London, the wide receiver there. I do like. Uh, the tight end they got out of uh, Florida, University of Florida. I do like that. This guy, his last name's Alligator. They've got some pieces there. They've re-signed an offensive line. But all that is just a bunch of smoke and mirrors if you can't put it together. And maybe they're holding out on a quarterback. So they're going to do something. 
And that something is either going to make or break Arthur Smith. And right now, if he thinks he can go and compete with Desmond Ritter, he's got another thing coming like that song says. You got another thing coming. You got another thing coming. Yeah, so I I do not think – and and it's just a wait-and-see approach with them. But, yeah, going back to uh, New England, yeah. Belichick cannot pick offensive players. He can pick a running back. He can pick an offensive lineman because he's got a really good offensive line coach. He did. uh, Steve Sarnicki or whatever his name is. Uh, I think he retired. But uh, pretty good with defense. Mike Reese was talking about that disaster that they made with with, uh, Antonio Brown. He put that out there. As some of the one of the better worst ones with the John, I could have told him John New Smith wasn't that good, you know. Uh, but now the Browns earlier um, with the adjustments that they made with, with Watson, they got this Ob uh, Aquano. Uh, he's a pass rusher out of Houston. Uh, he's pretty good. I remember seeing uh, a little bit of him last year against Tennessee. Three years, nineteen million twelve. Uh, uh, guarantee another Obi-Wan Kenobi. You might as well see. But uh, John o. Smith will leave behind $12.8 million in dead cap with the Patriots. I mean, God, what a bust, man. The Patriots ought to ask for that money back, Pickles. You know? So, okay, great trade. Great trade over the weekend. Switching gears here. Putting her in fourth gear. Okay, now, teams that make decisive decisions and be aggressive win. More often than not, aggression wins. Uh, the Rams, whatever you want to say about the Rams, I've had a few choice words about the Rams. Whatever anybody wants to say, that ring is still there. It's like getting a degree. It's still there. You know, uh, I've got a degree and I'll still pay for the thing. People can talk about me all they want to. My, it's still there. I've got a lot of skills I've learned from that. It's still there. That ring with the, that, that the Rams have is still there. Now, that, uh, Miami over the weekend, I don't know if you caught this, Pickles. Yesterday, they traded, they traded a third-round pick in this guy, this tight end, something, Hunter. What, what did they say? this guy's name hunter long never heard of this guy in a third round pick to take jalen ramsey now ramsey i will say this in defense of the rams the guy was like a 17 million dollar cap hit he's 28 years old uh pro football focus says his play has slipped uh he's more of a top five to top seven cornerback rather than number one or number two now, that being said about Miami, I think I was talking about this with uh, uh, Mac Jack, uh, Jack Hirsch and Jim Jeffcoat show on Sunday that I, that maybe Ramsey was just not motivated. The team was terrible. He could tell that they had a lot of injuries. Uh, he, he's some really talented players, they zone out. A lot of your really good corners, Dion included, are not the best tacklers in the world. 
but they can cover, they can cover like nobody's business. And I still believe Jalen Ramsey's one of those guys. I really do. But if you look at this team, they went out, aggressively got a new defensive coordinator, and Vic Vangio, really good defensive mind, really good uh, coordinator there with with with, uh, with the Bears and with the Broncos. Very successful defenses, both tenures. Now they've got Xavier Howard Pickles, and they've got Jalen Ramsey. So you add those two guys with Bradley Chubb. They made an aggressive move with Denver last year and got Bradley Chubb there and extended him. Okay. And then you got guys like uh, Kristen Wilkins at the front line, Emmanuel Uga, uh, Ube. I think he came over from Cleveland and Jalen Phillips. So uh, CBS just, they put this out on Facebook with these five guys here with these seven players on defense as if this is a well of a deal. And I will say this, Xavier Howard, um, and then they mentioned this guy, Javon Holland, uh, 2021 all-rookie team in year three. Uh, This guy may get all the interceptions, but Howard's legit, and so is Jalen Ramsey. I'll say this. I'll go out on the limb, and this is how much I think this is a big deal. If they keep, um, as of today, as of today, if they keep to a healthy 15 out of 17 games, they win the division next year. I, I, I honestly, if you look at what, if you, uh, if you look at the way they played last year, you look at the teams that they beat. Last year, I will say they beat New England. They beat Buffalo down there. Remember, they took Skylar Thompson up there to Buffalo and almost beat him again in the playoffs. You know? And it, you know, obviously, I want to say they split with uh they split with the Jets because two was hurt. But if you keep two a healthy, they're a team that can use another running back, but they can use a Derrick Henry, by the way. They can use a guy, a big power back like a Derrick Henry. Probably can use another blocking guard on the offensive line. Left guard. Good power running guy. A running blocking guard. And keep Tua healthy. With Waddle back there, wide receiver. With Tyree Kill. I want to say they've already restructured some of his money. Back there at wide receiver. Um, their tight end is going to be a free agent. By the way, this tight end draft is supposed to be the best in 10 years. From what I heard. That's why Dalton Schultz is out there as a free agent. And so is Mike uh, Gaskeski because uh, the guy from Notre Dame, the guy from Utah, they're supposed to be really good. This team will win the division. That's a big if, though, folks. Look at Sam Bradford, you know, uh, former number one overall pick, Oklahoma. Every time I seen him play consistently, two or three guys, I was like, man, this guy's good with the rank. Sam Bradford, remember him, Pickles? But he couldn't stay healthy, and that's that's what I'm going to be afraid of with Miami. But man, if you got Ramsey, is that good? This guy, he'll be focused down there in Miami. He needed a change of scenery. You put him with another competitive cornerback. It's going to be very competitive in practice between him and Tyreek Hill. I want to say he said something about Tyreek Hill a few years ago when they played uh, Kansas City. 
and he said Hill's a one-trick pony. He doesn't run good routes. And you know the truth of the matter is, as mouthy as Jalen Ramsey is, he was 110% correct about all that. You know, now over the last few years, Tyreek Hill, and to his defense, he has gotten better. He's gotten a lot better. He can catch the ball in traffic. He stops in the zone. Uh, he he knows to come back to the quarterback. He has gotten a lot better. And people can say what they want about Tua, myself included. I've dogged him out. But Tua had the highest QBR rate in all of football for quite a few games. Quite a few games. I studied every week. Very high. I mean, he, he throws BBs out there. The problem is the guy just cannot stay healthy. When he gets hit, they, he gets slung around like a rag doll. So they probably should put in more of a screen game around him, a short passing game to set up the play action. Uh, that's what I would implement, kind of like a Todd Hagley kind of offense. Pickles, the, the former offensive coordinator for the um, uh, uh, from from the, the Steelers, Todd Haley, when they were using Le'Veon Bell, uh, or, or maybe use a um, Andy Reid type of. Philadelphia Eagle type of offense with the Brian Westbrook. He said, what are you going to do? You got all those big receivers. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You got to crawl before you walk. That doesn't mean you can't use the screen game. You have to use some type of West Coast offense around a guy like that because he cannot hold on to the ball too long and get blasted like he did in that Thursday game against Cincinnati Pickles. Yeah, and Pickle says that 17 games, teams need two adequate quarterbacks. Yeah, you don't need Teddy Bridgewater, another guy who, if you bump into him at the airport, he's out for the whole game, Bridgewater. I said that last year. You know, I can, I don't claim to be some big scout or some major general manager, but some of these things, I can call them, I could call them from a mile away. Teddy Bridgewater playing with Tua, that's a recipe for disaster. And what happened? They both got hurt last year. They both got hurt. Because I said, Bridgewater's fragile. He's been fragile since he got drafted to Minnesota 10 years ago. He got hurt. uh, I want to say he got hurt in New Orleans. You know, I could have told you that. I could save you some heartache, man. Jimmy Garoppolo will get hurt next year. Jimmy Garoppolo will get – he's another – he's hurt all the time. He's going to get hurt with the Raiders, and they're going to move on with Josh McDaniels. That's an easy one. Those are layups and probably going to be the same for Tua. But I love this trade. I love the Jalen Ramsey trade. And to get him for a third-round pick, even if you've got to pay this guy $17 million, um, man, I am, I'm, I'm doing a screen game. I'm running the ball. Um, I'm getting the ball uh, jet sweeps with with uh, Tyreek Hill. He's going to continue to earn that money, not just one year. It's a four- or five-year deal. He's going to continue to earn that money. And, of course, Waddle, you just throw it downfield and you get the ball to Waddle. He's a touchdown machine. So, yeah, I was really excited for the Dolphins. They keep this guy healthy for 15 games. I'm telling you, Pickles. They are going to end up. Um, they're going to end up winning that division because Buffalo 
the big money's coming in on Josh Allen. Uh, they haven't really done anything to address their problems. They cannot run the football. They still got Sean McDermott. They still have the same offensive coordinator and Ken Dorsey. I have no faith in either one of them from an offensive perspective. They've had years to fix their line. They've had years to fix their running game. At some point, this is who they are. And maybe if Rodgers goes down to the Jets, maybe they, they're the favorite, you know. And maybe if DeAndre Hopkins gets traded to the Patriots, maybe something happens with them. They've got Bill O'Brien. But of right now, if nothing else happens, uh, you got to give it to, to Miami. If nothing now, you know, uh, we haven't had the draft. We haven't had free agency completed yet. Remains, a lot remains to be seen. The new year, technically, again, don't start until Wednesday. Uh, a lot of criticism coming for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they they lost two safeties. They lost both their starting safeties. Uh, last I checked, they got $44 million in uh, cap room. I'm totally okay with that. Uh, this new modern-day NFL, Pickles, uh, you, you don't need top-notch linebackers and you don't need top-notch safeties. You, you need pass rush and decent cornerbacks. You can even have a rookie cornerback like McDuffie that, that Kansas City got. You don't need top-notch safeties. You pass rushers and, and somewhat good cornerbacks and, and a good offensive line, a good offensive line. So I'm okay with Cincinnati losing those two safeties. Um, that that that's my deal there. D Hop is, is uh, has a lot of baggage and he's got a lot of money too. He's gonna be he's gonna be um, a lot of Deron Payne signed uh, one of the high, he's the second highest defensive tackle uh, in the league. He sounded like $60 million guaranteed or something like that. Some ridiculous amount of uh, guaranteed money, second only to Aaron Donald. And, you know, I got to thinking to myself, guys, uh, he signed with stayed with the Commanders. He was an Alabama player, Deron Payne. And I thought to myself, you know, if, if I was Nick Saban, Nick Saban has been with, with the Alabama since 2006. And if you go from 2006 to 2023 recruiting class, how many millions of dollars has he made players uh, that, that or he's he made that players that played for Alabama that's went on to the NFL? I mean, it's got to be in the billions, pickles. If you look at initially drafted players, if you look at second contracts for players, uh, and that's that's what I would put above my office if I'm Alabama. I mean, it's got he they've got more than anybody. They've had to with they've had to pass everybody. And I know LSU and, and I know that that uh, was it Ohio State's got a lot of players. I know Miami had a lot of players, but the consistency from 2006 to 2022, we haven't played 23 yet. How how many? It's got to be in the billion. It's got to be maybe billion, maybe billions. Pickles. If you look at initial contracts of former Alabama players under the Nick Saban, I just talked about Tua. He's playing for Alabama. Uh, Mac Jones plays for the uh, Patriots. 
That's two Alabama quarterbacks in one division, okay? Bryce Young is going to get drafted. That's a third quarterback that went to Alabama. Uh, Jalen Hurts was originally recruited by Alabama. Look, He's going to get a big contract. Even though he transferred to Oklahoma, look at the players who's played from Alabama, who's got second contracts, who's got drafted really high, and second contracts. It's got to be in the buildings, you know? It's like, is that is that the uh, – so he should have this giant uh, 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 computerized sign over his desk and say, you know, is that the national deficit? Uh, is this the New York Stock Exchange? No, no, this is the amount of money of players that has, has left my program and went to the NFL and made. So, Coach, that's crazy. Well, I'm just giving you the facts, you know. Uh, Pickles thinks it may be close to a billion, maybe over a billion at this point, you know, uh, especially since they're starting to dive in the quarterbacks up there, down there in Alabama. Billionaire Club Alabama. That There you go. Thank you, Corey. Uh, speaking of Texas and Alabama, let's stay in the SEC. Let's switch sports here. Okay. Uh, what's this guy's name? Chris Beard. Speaking of uh, money and stuff, Ole Miss will hire anybody. Just win, baby. Uh, they've hired a controversial coach in Lane Kiffin. There was some controversy why he left Alabama. Uh, he was fired on the tarmac at USC. He had some recruiting violations at Tennessee, but he wins. He, he wins somewhat. He's a little bit overrated. They hired him for their – uh, uh, football coach. Okay, so uh, now this coach gets charged. Their basketball coach, uh, Chris Beard, great coach though at Texas, uh, Texas uh, University of Texas College Basketball. They're going to be in the um, they're going to be in the tournament. They're a two seed. They win. They may win a national championship out of this. Uh, winning record there. Also coached at Texas Tech. But he got a some serious felony charge for assault of his uh, girlfriend, a wife. But the charges get dismissed. Okay, according to this report, um, the charges get uh, Beard was acting in self defense, and that never he never strangled his girlfriend. Uh, as uh, as Chris' fiance and biggest supporter, I apologize for the role I played. And uh, unfortunate event, I realized my frustration when breaking his glasses. So uh, he listed, he, he was fired. He listed his house for sale, basically got ran out of uh, Austin. But all the charges were dropped, okay? On February 15th, the Travis County District Attorney's Office announced that based on the evidence and the fiance's wishes not to prosecute you, prosecuting, he will likely not get a conviction. A third degree felony was dismissed. So no autopsy, no foul. Ole Miss hires former Texas uh, basketball coach, Chris Beard. Uh, they will hire anybody. But hey, when you're 237 and 98 and you're 10 and four in the NCAA tournament there, um, that's pretty good. 
So Ole Miss got their guy. Very controversial hiring, but they will hire any. They're into winning. You know, they're really into winning. Uh, and, hey, the stuff got thrown out. So uh, it's a risky gamble. Maybe something else comes about with Beard. But uh, big-time college sports, we talked about it with the Alabama player getting into the issue. Maybe you should have kicked him off. I would have kicked Miller off the team. That We talked about that. One of the players uh, did get kicked off the team that was actually charged in the uh, murder of the female uh, in Alabama basketball. Now they're the number one overall seed in the tournament, and a lot of people are picking Alabama to win the national championship. So, you know, it's kind of how the sausage is being made to keep a championship team together, if you may, Pickles. Uh, So, uh, you know, that being said, I'm I'm, I'm big in second chances. Uh, You know, I had Jeffrey Deskovit on. He was wrongfully accused for murder and rape and uh, proved himself. And Cord got a big settlement, so I'm okay with that. I actually kind of happy for Ole Miss. I just thought it was pretty interesting because a lot of teams wouldn't even go there. But Ole Miss, they're like, yeah, we'll go there because we know we're Mississippi and we're not as popular as Alabama or Auburn. Uh, we're not as uh, glamorous as a UCLA or uh, a Duke or North Carolina. We're just little old Ole Miss. Uh, so we got to do things that other people aren't willing to do. And they got uh, a, a really good coach. As long as he can keep his nose clean with the uh, Beyonce to be, uh, this team will be very competitive down in uh, Ole Miss basketball. And again, folks, I will have Keith Engel on Wednesday. Uh, we'll talk about the tournament. I have no idea. I mean, for example, Houston basketball program in college, they uh, lost their tournament championship. They're still a one seed. You got four one seeds there. Alabama, I mentioned all the controversy behind them. Uh, you have, uh, I think, Kansas number one seed. Uh, Bill Self had stents put in his heart, so it's a lot. I don't know who's going to win here. I mean, nobody does. I know this Texas team is really good. Uh, they're a two seed, and a lot of people, and I'm going to ask Keith Engel, uh, uh, Connecticut's a four seed, and a lot of the ESPN guys got them winning the national championship. Go figure. So if you like the show, folks, share the show. Uh, I'll be back on tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow we'll have a little bit more of an understanding about Aaron Rodgers. Is he really going to go? I got a feeling he don't really want to go to New York, if you ask me. He would have made the decision already. Uh, Will Lamar Jackson get traded or we simply just agree? Uh, We might not have that answer tomorrow, but maybe something can come about. Maybe the Ravens throw a Hail Mary and try to keep him. Uh, where would this big-time left tackle Orlando Brown go? Uh, I'm out of Nashville. Uh, I would, I would, one would hope uh, the Titans would make a run at Orlando Brown out of Kansas City. Yeah, at Pickles, that's a good point. Before I get off here, that is, that's probably what I'm going to do. And I'm going to ask him specifically. Uh, by the way, I've interviewed. Um, let's see. Let's talk sports creator, uh, Dan Dave Harris. That interview will be out Wednesday or Thursday's program so I can watch basketball this afternoon. I'll probably get me a pizza, you know, really live on the edge, eat a pizza during the week. And what I'll probably do, Pickles, 
is, is, is take those underdogs with points. Take that, like Charleston, they're like a nine-and-a-half-point underdog to Tennessee. Tennessee lost one of their best players, a guard, the other day. So uh, I think it's Louisiana or whoever. And, and a lot of the uh, prognosticators said that team's very uh, – they're very experienced uh, in the first-round game. Just take all the points. Yeah, take all the points and take the underdogs. That's probably what I'm going to do. I ain't going to put a lot of money on it. I, can't, I don't have it, but, you know, maybe $2 here. Two dollars there. Um, it, it's just fun, if you ask me. Especially those first two games. That's something Wednesday I'm gonna get into with on Keith Angle after I tell him, uh, tell uh, you know Bill Belichick stop. He needs to get out of the offensive player uh, free agent signee business. He's terrible at it. I could have told him about John Lou Smith. So, anyways, everybody, see you tomorrow, same place, same time here on Sports Scope.